I'll think in order to have the life of my dreams, I need to be a multimillionaire. But then when I really get clear and like write out exactly what I want in my life, it's nowhere near that. Like I can have my dream life and I do have my dream life for a lot less. That's just all part of like getting clear on what you want. Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. And I have a beautiful conversation to share with you today. I was joined in this conversation by Stephanie Keith, who is the founder of the Law of Attraction Tribe. And this was actually the first time that Stephanie and I had met and had an in-depth conversation. And I was kind of blown away by it. We connected so much. I resonated with so many of the stories that she shared and the mission that she's on to help empower women to manifest the life of their dreams. And she's very much an open book in this conversation and shares just wonderful stories of how she even came to believe in manifestation how you can bring your partner on board when it comes to the manifestation process and what that process even looks like and things that you can start implementing in your life now to start creating from a very intentional place. So let me just share a little bit more about Stephanie. She is the host of the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. Actually, I think I'm going on that podcast in a little while uh, to be interviewed by her. (laughs) She's also the creator of the Manifest It Now app. And she's the author of a new book, Trust the Universe. And Stephanie has worked with everyone from celebrities to stay-at-home moms, helping them manifest a life that they don't need a vacation from. Yes, yes, yes to that. So without further ado, let's dive into this magical conversation. to welcome Stephanie Keith onto the Girl Unfiltered podcast today, who is a fellow manifestation queen. And we're going to deep dive into some really hot topics that I know are going to resonate with you so much. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here right now. Is talking about manifestation just your favorite topic? (laughs) Oh yeah, I could talk about this all day, every day. I mean, I pretty much do. So yeah, right up my alley. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about Money Mindset. I just hosted a live event on stage this weekend for women in LA and I ran over by 30 minutes. So I I talked for like an hour and almost 15 or 30 minutes. And I was like, I could just stand here and talk about this all day pretty easily. And that's when I think that you know that you're in your zone of genius and you're in your passion. Oh yeah. So I would love to know like what that journey towards becoming a manifestation queen and expert looked like, because we love hearing the juicy behind the scenes stories. 
Yeah. So it's actually been a really long journey. Um, I learned about the law of attraction and manifesting back in 2009. Uh, So it's actually when I had my first daughter, Alexis. And at the time, um, I was young. I was like fresh out of college, making entry level pay in the corporate world. And my husband had just been laid off from his job. And, you know, here we have this adorable, beautiful baby that I loved more than anything in the world that's dependent on me for everything. And I just felt like so helpless because I knew I wanted to give her more and we things were so tight financially. And shortly after, like a week after I had her, I was rocking her and it was raining outside. And I noticed we, we lived in this really old house that had never been renovated or updated. And I noticed water leaking in through the window. And I just started panicking, thinking there's probably mold in the wall. And, you know, I can't raise my daughter here. And like, this isn't how I pictured things. And Mm -hmm. I just kind of had this come apart, you know, and uh, my mom, who is my best friend in the world, she was living about six hours away. And she sent me a copy of the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, which I'm sure is how, you know, millions of other people learned about the law of attraction. And I remember opening up the book and just like every atom of my being just lit up with excitement. It's like I knew that this was the answer that I was looking for. And I called my mom and I was like, I read it three times already. Like, this is going to change my life. And, yes. <laughs> and she's super into all this stuff too. So she was a great support system and just very motivating. And I could call her and talk to her about anything. And uh, my husband, on the other hand, was not supportive. Like he thought I was going crazy. He's like, you know, she just had a baby. She has all these hormones. And now she's talking about like magic. And like, he just did not get it. And so I thought, you know what, I am going to go all in and I'm going to manifest something so big that you can't deny that this works. And so he's like, whatever. And I was like, you know, just play along with me. It'll make me happy. Like, just be positive. And I said, I'm going to manifest our dream home. So he agreed to just like play along with me. And we got out a sheet of paper and rewrote out like everything we would want in our dream home. How many bedrooms, like open floor plan, vaulted ceilings. And then I threw in there that I wanted like a loft that could be like a play area slash workout room slash office because I had just seen it on an HGTV episode. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't make those here. We lived in a very rural area. He's like, they don't make houses like that here. And even if they did, we can't afford it. And I was like, whatever, just like play along with me. We're putting it down. I picked the best school district in the state and like we had everything written out. And we got a realtor and we started looking at homes and he was very good at just playing along with it. And I was like, you need to just envision that we're finding our dream home, we're in our dream home. And anyhow, like a few weeks had gone by, we saw some homes we liked, but anytime we would go to make an offer, like something weird would happen. Um, We would get outbid or they would reject the offer. And we kind of were getting to the point where we're like, okay, maybe this just doesn't work. And that's when I came home from work one day. My husband was actually on Zillow and he's like, I found our dream home and it literally has everything. Oh my gosh. Even a play area, like loft, like a second story just that's like one big room. I was like, you're kidding. 
So we called the realtor. We're like, we have to go into this house. And of course, there was no price listed. And we walk in and immediately we both just looked at each other and we're like, this is it. Like, this is our home. And now he's excited because he can feel it. Like he just is, knows like this is perfect. And they even the people that lived there before even had a little girl. So they had a little girl bedroom and they had the area oh. set up. And we were like, this is so for us. And the realtor broke the news of the price, which was way out of our budget. And she was very nice though. And she was like, why don't you just go talk to the bank and just see, you know, how much money you would need. And then maybe we can come down on the price. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Just go and get a really good figure. So you know, at least what you're working with. So we talked to the bank and determined that we would need an extra $30,000 on our down payment, or they would have to come down on their price. And of course they didn't want to do that. And there were actually like multiple people trying to get this home. So it seemed like it really wasn't going to happen. I just kept thinking like, how could this be? Like I knew that house that was ours, like I could feel it. Like I just knew we were meant to be there. And I just said, you know what? Like, I'm just going to leave it up to the universe. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. And if not, then there's something else out there for us. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, the realtor called and she's like, I don't know what happened, but the funding or the financing fell through with this other couple. And now they're asking if you guys want the house and they're willing to come down a little bit on the price, but you're still going to have to come up with the 30000 dollars for the down payment or whatever the amount was. Um, she I don't think she knew, but I knew it was thirty thousand. So I was like, okay, well when she's like, you need to move on it quick because people are, you know, like this yeah. house. So we're thinking like, okay, what can we sell to come up with thirty thousand dollars? Like, could we get rid of all of our furniture? We're trying to come up with all this stuff. And I just kept journaling and envisioning and he was envisioning and we're like picturing our bank account and picturing the thirty thousand dollars. And about like two, three days later, I get a phone call uh, from a family member who didn't know I was looking for a house. Nobody knew like that I was actively looking. And she called to see how the baby was doing. I tell her, you know, about this house. And we found this beautiful house in the best school district. And we're so excited. And we really want to move there. And she was like, well, great. When are you putting in an offer? I was like, well, as soon as we get the money for the down payment, like we're going to put the offer in. And I didn't tell her we needed the money or anything. And she was like, well, I had a college fund that I've been contributing to your whole life. And you didn't end up using all of it. Oh, my God. And she's like, I was just kind of waiting for a a time, you know, to give it to you when it could go to a really good cause. And I think buying a house would be a great cause for it. And I was like, you're kidding. Like, why did you never tell me about this? And she's like, well, I just, you know, didn't want you to like blow it. Like I wanted to just yeah. do something important. And I said, well, how much is it? Thinking it'd be like 5000 or something. And it was $30,000 exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I walked in the other room. Like I still get chills when I tell this story because I walked in the other room and I told Dustin, I was like, we have the $30,000. And I told him the story and he was like, shut up. Like you are lying. I'm like, I am serious. Like this literally just happened. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, so do you believe now? Like now do you find this stuff works? And he was like, yeah, (laughs) like I get it now. And so after that, him, me and my mom were all like firm believers that this works. And I have been 
manifesting ever since. And eventually, uh, little did I know after 12 years in the corporate world that it would become my business. And now mm-hmm. I, um, that's really my goal is to just teach as many people as possible that this can happen for them as well. Oh my God. I have so many chills. Like I had chills throughout the whole time that you were telling that story because I resonate with it. I think so many people are going to resonate with it. And I have so many questions around it. I also just have to highlight, I love that you've been solidifying your journey of manifestation and these experiences that you've had, that it got to the point where you're like, I can't not make this my business. I can't not be telling this to other women because that's how I feel about my business. And that's like how my business besties feel. It's like, we're on a mission. Like, how can we not possibly share the magic that we have created in our lives so that other women can experience that and and come up and rise together? And it's just, it fills my heart up so much because that's what's happening in the world right now. I know, it's incredible. And especially... With women, it's like when you learn this and you understand how to use this to better your life, it's like women do amazing things in the world and we need as much of that as possible. So it's easy to get passionate about. Yeah. We could not be more on the same page with that. So I have to ask because I do get this question sometimes within my programs around, you know, I meet women who are super passionate about healing their money mindset and working on their goals and their dreams and their ambitions. But some of them do struggle because their partners are not on the same page as them. Or they think that it's just woo-woo or they're going crazy or they're just being stubborn around it. It sounds like your husband really took to the idea quite quickly. I'd love to know what advice you would have to support other women with that shift. And I love that you also said we kind of played the game. It was like you played along. And I think that's a big key when it comes to manifestation. So I'm wondering if that's part of the process as well with having your partner come on board with the manifestation process. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I knew in the beginning when I was talking to him about it, he would like roll his eyes and it would make me so mad. <laughs> and I knew that if I stayed in that like negative feeling of getting annoyed with him not being supportive, that it was just going to block me from manifesting. Like you have to, you know, feel good and, and hold that high vibration. And so that's like literally how I presented it to him. Like, I was like, this is important to me. Just play along. Like, what do you have to lose? We'll go look at some houses. It'll be fun and just be positive. And let's just like have fun with it and just humor me. You know, what do you have to lose by just trying this? And that's really what I I like to tell everyone is like, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Like worst case scenario, it doesn't work for you you're in the same situation you're in now, but best Mm -hmm. case scenario, it can change your whole entire life. And so that's kind of how I presented it to him. And the best piece of advice that I have is to get them in the scenario of what you want to manifest. So for me, that was actually getting him in the house because it can be difficult for a lot of people. Like the number one thing I hear from people is that it's hard for them to really visualize. And I get so many people Mm -hmm. that have questions around visualization what better way to get them on board with visualizing your dreams together than to actually put them in the house you want to manifest? Yeah. So once he got in there, it was like I could feel his whole energy change. And all of a sudden, he went from thinking this was stupid to being really excited because mm. he could start seeing how this could come together and like better our lives together. 
And yeah. he actually used the same trick on me. <laughs> um, so he's like a car guy. Mm-hmm. Loves cars. I am not. Like, I could care less about what I drive. Like, I'm more practical when it comes to vehicles. And he has manifested like four cars now that in the beginning, he would like tell me the car he wanted. And I was like, you're freaking crazy. Like, that is so not practical. Like, why would we get that? Like, for example, when we were trying to have our second baby, he wanted to get a Mustang that you couldn't even fit a car seat in. Yeah. (laughs) the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Like, I'm not, we're not doing that. Uh, He got his Mustang though. And what he did was he used my own advice against me, (laughs) got me to the dealership and had me get in the car and test drive the car. And you know, he like with the Mustang, I still don't understand how it worked out, but he was able to get it for like 0% financing and like this crazy deal where it like still doesn't make sense to this day. Then when we had our second daughter, I was like, okay, you have your Mustang, but now we need a bigger vehicle that can actually fit a car seat. So he comes with this big like SUV that's like 70 grand. I'm like, this is insane. I can't even park that thing. Like, I am not driving that thing. Right. He's like, just get in the car. I'm like, I can't, like, I physically can't drive that thing. It's way too big. And he was like, just get in the car. So we get in and, you know, he's got like the music playing and he's showing me like, it's got a heated steering wheel and it's all <laughs> this and that. And we're like driving. I'm like, this is actually really nice. <laughs> and she's like, well, okay, if I could get like the right deal on it where we're, you know, we can afford it and everything, should I get it? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> and so um, he kind of used that, you know, on me as well. But it's just putting you in the scenario of what you want, getting in the car, getting in the house, like looking at if it's manifesting money, looking at your bank accounts together and getting excited. Um, Something really fun that we do now is like once a quarter, we'll go and just spend the day or we'll even spend like a night or two at like a really luxurious, like high end uh, resort. We'll get like the presidential suite and just like get room service and just like fully like act like this is just our daily life. I love that. And while we're there, we'll talk about our goals. We'll talk about our money. We'll like, you know, get really intentional and it like raises, raises our vibration. And I, it's like, we're shifting to that next level. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you can bring your, your spouse in and make it fun like that and find something that they're interested in, as well and put them in that scenario, it's going to be way easier than just like explaining it to them or talking about it. I completely agree. I love the idea of once a quarter going and doing that. Like my husband and I will go out for dinner and do our date nights and we we do go on trips, but there's something about the the regular like commitment to doing that in a really high vibe way. And I'm guessing you leave your children at home for that one or do yeah. you bring them with you? <laughs> no, nope. We leave them at home for that one. It's a lot yeah. easier to relax and like yeah. when there's not kids like crying in the background. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So when you're on that manifestation process, what does that look like for you? So what are some of the tools or the actions that we could be taking to support that? visualization, becoming the manifestation? Well, the very first thing is get really clear on on what you want. And I know we hear that all the time, but the problem is like a lot of people think that they know what they want, 
But when you start asking for the details, it becomes kind of fuzzy. So for example, like I'll have people tell me, I just want like a business that I love. And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean for you? Like, what would make you happy every day? Like start painting the picture so that I can understand it. Because if you're asking the universe for something, the way I like to look at it is you're ordering from the catalog of life, right? Mm. Just like you go online and you order from Amazon, you need to specify in the search bar what you're looking for. You know, like if you just put in something random, there's like millions of things for sale on Amazon. You need to really get clear and find the exact brand and size and price point and everything that you want. Otherwise, who knows what you're going to get? And same thing with with ordering from the universe. Like imagine you're typing it in the search bar on Amazon or Google. Is it something that is going to show up or is it going to be all over the place? Like you want a big house, that could mean a 10-bedroom house, that could mean a four-bedroom house. Like it really varies. Um, So get really specific. And if you are someone who finds visualizing difficult, you can make a vision board. I love doing digital ones on Pinterest. You can find a picture for just about anything on Pinterest. And that will help you kind of bring your vision to life. And then the, the next thing, and really the biggest thing is having the faith that it's yours and it's gonna happen. So once again, I like to use Amazon because I feel like everyone can relate to Mm -hmm. Amazon. But when you buy something on Amazon and it's not yet delivered, you don't like freak out and worry like, oh my gosh, am I going to get this? Like, I hope it's mine. I What if it's not mine? Like, you just know it's mine. I own it. Mm -hmm. I already paid for it. I already ordered it. And I just have to wait for it now. That's the kind of mindset you have to have when you're placing your goals. It's like the more you worry about it and stress about it and check on it, uh, you're bringing sort of this like desperate energy to it. You want to have the assurance that this is mine already. And I am just, you know, waiting to fully step into that. And something that really helps me and that I've been really interested in uh, for the past year or so are subliminals because. What happens is when you're a young child, like up until the age of like seven, you're basically like a computer that's just downloading all the software programs and, you know, you're learning all these different things because that's going to become your belief system that helps you function in our society. It helps you learn how to follow the rules, how to stay safe, how to stay alive, you know, like a lot of good information. The downside of that is you pick up other people's limiting beliefs. So the limiting beliefs of your parents, your grandparents, your teachers, the media, whatever you're taking in at that time. And after age seven, the only way to change those beliefs and reprogram that part of your subconscious is through repetition. And so that's why, you know, I'm sure you hear a lot of people talk about affirmations and affirmations are awesome. I love affirmations. They're great. But, you know, we all have lives. We can't just sit and like say an affirmation all day every day. But with subliminals, what I do is I embed the subliminal audio. It's like a nice meditation audio with affirmations and it's sped up and looped so that while you're listening to meditation music, you're hearing hundreds and hundreds of subliminals. So now like you literally can take in affirmations all day. You can put it on while you're working. You can put it on while you're playing with the kids, while you're going to sleep at night. And it's a great way to reprogram the subconscious beliefs at a faster pace because you know mm. saying affirmations out loud are great, but that takes a while 
because you're reprogramming something that you've been living on mm-hmm. for decades. It doesn't just happen yeah. instantly. Yeah. So I have found that that's really helped speed up the process um, with a lot of the people I've been working with and with myself to where you can quickly turn around some of these things that are causing some of that doubt and disbelief. And so somebody is trying to manifest something specific, like let's say it's a home specific amount of money. Could they go and create the subliminals themselves? Where could they find that to support them specifically with that manifestation? I guess that's my question. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, there's software programs where you can create your own. So that's what I do. Um, You can also find them. I know they have them on YouTube. They have them. um, I have a library of them in my app. I create custom ones for for clients and things like that. Um, Or you can create your own and they're all good options for, you know, manifesting pretty much anything, like anything that you're wanting. And um, another really good thing that I think is really important is to write it down. I think when you put pen to paper, I always think of it as like forging a contract with the universe. Like you're, you're getting really clear and you're declaring it by writing it down. So I think that coupled with the subliminal seems to be like the magic formula for me. It's like, I'll listen to the subliminals while I'm doing my morning journaling. And it's pretty creepy. Like the stuff, like it happens, like just as I'm journaling it out. And so I think it's like having both of those things together can be really powerful. Yeah. I love that. I love all those tips and tools. And I do think, especially, you know, based on the work that I do as well around money mindset, the mindset piece when it comes to manifestation is just so, so important. And I guess getting clear on what it is that you actually want is one of the key areas to begin with, because what I've found as well is that people think that they want something. And then when they really start leaning into what it would look like to receive that, that's when all their fears and their subconscious beliefs come up. So you may consciously think, yes, I want a five bedroom house by the beach that looks like this and feels like this, or I want to definitely have a 50K month in business. Consciously, those all sound like amazing things, but what may be going on on a subconscious level is the fear of not being worthy of it, the fear of it not being safe to receive that, the fear of what might happen if you allow yourself to receive that. So I just think that it's so important for us to acknowledge and do that work while we're on the manifestation journey or else it can constantly feel like you're hitting up against a brick wall and you don't know what that brick wall is. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, my confidence subliminal, I tell everyone to listen to that because what I have found is everyone, myself included, we all have a belief that we're not enough. Like Mm. it's something that we've heard at some point or another in our life, and you might not even consciously be aware of it, but it could be something that happened to you in grade school that made you feel like you weren't smart enough or you weren't Mm -hmm. pretty enough or, or you're not young enough or old enough or whatever. We all have these these thoughts that were not enough. And that really helps like building up that confidence and that self-love and that worthiness mm-hmm. really opens your heart to receiving the things that you want to manifest. Mm, definitely. And one other thing I just thought of when you were talking about like a 50K month or, or whatever, it just kind of made me think too, a lot of times like in our mind, at least for me, I'll think, well, in order to have the life of my dreams, I need to be a multimillionaire. But then mm. it's like when I really get clear and like write out exactly what I want in my life, it's nowhere near that. Like, sure, that would be great, but I can have my dream life and I do have my dream life for a lot less than what my mind makes it up to be. So it's like 
really get conscious too about what do you want the money for? Like, what is the real reason and how is it Mm -hmm. going to make your life different? And um, that's just all part of like getting clear on what Mm -hmm. you want. I completely agree with that. I've done that exercise with clients who haven't been able to attach energetically to this really big income goal that they want to receive. Like, and it was, I think at the time, I'm thinking one client, like a 50K month. And I was like, well, you're not attached to it because you don't know what the money is for right now. So we had to go through and we did this whole budget. And I was like, give me your dream life and we'll put it into this budget from how many team members she would have to what that, you know, what the home would look like. And when we did the numbers, we realized, oh, this is what my dream life actually looks like. And so it was almost like she was able to set her money goal free and give herself the safety and security of even allowing herself to feel that in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then she went on and made 100K <laughs> so, because she kept, she created space for it. <laughs> yes. And that is such a good point because so many people like worry about getting getting it right. Like, well, what if I'm manifesting the wrong thing? And it's like, well, it doesn't matter because you're manifesting your whole life. So mm-hmm. even if you manifest a goal that is smaller, you're just going to raise the bar and, and set the goal higher mm-hmm. for the next thing that you manifest. It's a constant journey. So, um, but that's really cool that once you get in that space, it really is like the universe provides you with something even better. And I've just found that to be the case over and over again. Amazing. I just would love to know, and this may be too much of a personal question to say if you don't want to answer it, but in the process and in the journey, since you discovered manifestation, has there ever been a time where you have wanted to manifest something and it's tested your beliefs and you've wondered, is this working or why hasn't the manifestation showed up? I I went through something like that kind of recently and it did end up manifesting, but it was a journey to go on. So Mm -hmm. I'm just curious what that has felt like or looked like for you. Yeah. So, you know, in the beginning, I was all about manifesting money and I was really good at that, but I had my blinders on and it was like, the only way I truly believed that that could happen for me was through my job. And um, on my 30th birthday, I realized that I had spent my whole 20s like fully in this this career that I didn't like, that I didn't find fulfilling, that I and I knew I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I, you know, wanted to manifest a way out. And I kept thinking because this company had layoffs all the time. So in the back of my mind, I kept thinking like, well, I'll wait until I get laid off and then I'll go after my dreams. And the layoffs would come and like, I never got picked. Like I was the only person that seemed to like stick around. And I'm like, I need to figure out a way, you know, to be home. And my, my big thing was I wanted to be home with my daughter. I didn't want to use mm-hmm. my vacation for school events or to go to the doctor. Like I wanted to be able to be home and like enjoy life and not just live for the weekends. So that was like one goal that I had. And at the same time, I also wanted to have another child. Um, My daughter was like six, seven years old at the time. And um, I decided, you know, we wanted to grow our family and I was not getting pregnant. And Mm -hmm. I went to the doctor, to every doctor you could think of, and they couldn't find anything wrong, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. getting pregnant. I was tracking, like I was doing everything you're supposed to do. And like years went by and nothing. And I was still in this job. And um, it all came to a head when I got this manager who was 
awful. (laughs) He was just a mean person and very condescending. Um, Had HR called on her even like, cause she was doing things that were just flat out wrong. Um, And I got to the point where I was in the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack and it was panic attacks. And I was talking with my doctor and she was like, look, you know what's causing this and you can either get on medication or you can get out and find a new job because you know that this isn't what you want to do. So that was like my really big wake up call that like, okay, I can't wait for a layoff or something. I need to to leave now. And I made the decision that I was going to be, you know, done with that job. Literally, like when I made that decision, I got pregnant. And I knew that that was like my out. Like I was going to go on maternity leave and I just wasn't going to come back. And that's exactly how it, how it played out. And, uh, the second part to that story about getting pregnant was, as I said, like for years I was trying to get pregnant and it didn't happen. And every month was a disappointment. Like every single month it was, it was killing me inside with, and that combined with the job, I was just in a really dark place. And I finally found this fertility specialist um, and I went to him and I was like explaining what happened. I was like, I just need an answer. Like, I just need to know what's going on because I can't live like this anymore. He's like, we'll get to the bottom of it. So he ended up telling me um, after he looked at my chart and realized like I have this blood clotting disorder. And he was like, I am not going to give you fertility treatments. I don't think you're going to find a specialist that will because of this disorder. And it's really dangerous anyways, like even if you were to get pregnant on your own. So I think you just need to put this to rest and like not move forward with having a baby. And I can't give you any fertility treatments. So I went home and I cried the whole day and I was like, okay, I'm going to let it all out. And now I'm going to move on with my life. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. And if not, there's a reason. Like maybe there's, you know, another family that's supposed to get this soul. Like who knows? But I'm just trusting that it's just not my time. So uh, a week later is when I ended up conceiving my my daughter. So um, long, I mean, that was a really long story. But the, the whole thing that I learned from that is I was desperately clinging to it. And I was in this like, negative place, both in my job and in wanting this baby. Like I would look at other people getting pregnant and I would feel jealousy and envy. like I couldn't help it. Like I was just in this really dark place. Like why not me? Like what, what's wrong with me? And that's not like the energetic place to manifest from. And I think once I finally released it and just said, I'm just going to leave it up to the universe and I'm not going to obsess over this anymore. I'm letting it go and releasing that negativity and all those like pent up feelings, I really think is what made me open to receiving this. So anyhow, had my baby, went on maternity leave, told everyone I'm not going back to my corporate job. And they're like, what are you going to do? Like, you need to get clear on on what's going to happen. And I just trusted that something would happen, something would work out because my business wasn't yet like making the same income as my job. And while I was in the hospital still with the baby, like I just had her, um, I got an email from a friend that wanted to hire me to like work from home and help her with Instagram. And it like made up my my full time job. And that is what helped me leave my job and then like move on to build this business. 
Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because whether you're on the conception journey or you've been through that or not, or it's just something that you're trying to manifest in your own life that's different, I think so many people can resonate with that. I certainly do. Um, And what I'm really hearing and what was a key in my own journey with that was surrender is that when it comes to manifestation, there has to be a part where you surrender to the outcome. And it's like, well, the moment that you surrendered, that was when you actually created space for it to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing with that too, is I looking back at it now, I think getting that boss that was so difficult Mm. at the time to deal with was really a blessing. Because if you want something and you are unwilling to take action on it, the universe will throw something in the way to Mm. make you so uncomfortable that you have to take action. Um, And that's the thing. We get stuck in our routine and our comfort zone, and it can be scary to take action and go after the things we really want. And so the universe will bring something to kind of make you uncomfortable because it motivates you to change and it motivates you to move. So, you know, if something negative is happening in your life, sometimes it really is a blessing that is there to push you on the path you're destined to be on. Oh my God. I got chills because it really resonates with me fully. Um, Yeah, totally. Could not agree more. Um, I'm really curious just not to leave that topic, but I do have a question because there'll be some people listening who maybe feel like they're in struggle and they're in lack right now. Maybe they're even in debt and they're wondering, can I really journal my way out of this? Or how do I change my energy and suddenly manifest something that feels so out of reach right now? Where can they begin? Where can they start shifting that energy of lack for themselves? Yeah, well, find yourself a good support system, number one. Find like like-minded people that are trying yeah. to shift their life in a positive direction because that's going to really help keep you going. Like you need to make this a daily practice, not just, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say one affirmation or write one journal post and then be done. Like commit to making this a daily practice. And just for the people that are a little bit skeptical or unsure, um, something that I do like to talk about real quick that just kind of helps me if I'm ever feeling doubt is like, there is like some scientific reasoning behind this stuff, right? So it's like, If you're in debt, for example, and you want to manifest opportunities for abundance and you start writing about that and you have a vision board and you every day are committing to that goal, what's going to happen is the reticular activating system in your brain, which is like your brain's filter, is going to start seeing things in your environment that align with that opportunity. So just to like put things in perspective... Like your subconscious mind runs the show, right? We kind of already talked about that. But your conscious mind can only process about 2,000 bits per second of everything around us. The subconscious can process 200 billion bits per second. Wow. I didn't actually know that figure. That's insane. There's stuff that like you're seeing every day subconsciously but you're consciously not seeing it. And so what happens is this reticular activating system starts pulling all of the things that seem relevant 
and seem important to you. And that's what it's processing for your conscious mind. So if you start every single day talking about your money goals, instead of talking about debt and worry and all this other stuff, Mm. the reticular activating system is going to start pulling things and tagging things in your environment that represent that. So all of a sudden, you might start seeing opportunities to make more money and it's not that they didn't exist before and now they're like magically here. It's just simply that you never noticed them before. You, you, your awareness was not focused on them. So it really is powerful to keep this front and center. You know, I'm sure everyone's heard what you focus on expands and that's kind of like the scientific reason behind it. So just dedicate to making it a daily thing. And if you have a supportive community, that's going to help get you there. Yeah. And sometimes let's be honest, the people directly around us aren't always those people. And that's okay. If that's the case in your life right now at this moment in time, that will also shift when you start shifting. Because if you're in a place of lack right now, then maybe that's what you're also attracting in the energies that you attract. Whereas when you expand, you might find yourself like, bumping into people or or making friends with people who suddenly are into the law of attraction or manifestation. But I also think, you know, you can find these people online. You can find communities online where you can share this, listen to the podcasts. That's your absorbing stuff. (laughs) Find the people on social media that follow, that you follow, that really light you up, that don't lower your vibration. Like you can cultivate that energy without needing to have only a group of friends who talk about this. Right. Exactly. It's so powerful when you can shift um, the people you surround yourself with because you're the average, right? Like energetically, you're the average of the people you're around. So if you can find people with similar goals, you will raise up to their, their vibration as well. Yeah. Stephanie, this has been such an amazing conversation. I could keep asking you questions, but I know that you have mom duties calling you. you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been so much fun talking with you. Of course. And before we leave, just please share um, where people can find you and maybe even a message on your heart that you have for the listener today. Yeah. So um, on Instagram and all the places, I'm at Law of Attraction Tribe. And my book just launched. I'm so excited. Uh, It's called Trust the Universe. And of course, it's all about manifesting. Um, And every chapter has a little practice that you can implement in your life. So it's really a good um, place to start if you're starting on your journey. And I also have an app called Manifest It Now, uh, which has subliminals and all kinds of tools, rituals, things like that to make manifesting a daily practice. That's amazing. Congratulations on your book because I know what a big deal that is. So we'll make sure that we drop the links to all of that in the show notes below as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Is there one last thing that you would love people to know when it comes to maybe a message on your heart or the manifestation process? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, I just like something that I say all the time is that I want to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. And that's what Mm. I did. And in order to do that, like stop wishing for it and start creating it. And you really do have the ability to create your reality. And it doesn't have to be difficult. It is simple. You just need to get clear on what you want, believe you can have it, and then take action when the universe presents you with these opportunities and you will be able to manifest it. What a perfect note to leave on. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. (laughs) 
If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.